Famcast Media. Yo, thank you for uh, tuning back. This is episode two of the Dirty Sanchez Show. Uh, you know, I just want to say, uh, Corey Taylor, you got some fucking balls saying what you said about your fans. You know, I do want to say that I'm a huge, huge Corey Taylor fan. Um, you know, I started listening to Corey and Slipknot when fucking uh, my brother actually turned me on to Slipknot in 2009. So I didn't come into the Slipknot family until 2009. Uh, the, uh, the Psychosocial song, um, All Hope Is Gone, is the fucking album. And, uh, you know, we fucking really listened to that whole album like 24-7 at that time. And, you know, then I discovered fucking... Uh, Stone Sour, obviously, like, you're gonna fucking discover Stone Sour through that. And, you know, it, it kind of rubbed me wrong, man, because, you know, he, he was kind of one of my biggest influences at the time. Like, I really, I really fucking, uh, enjoyed his fucking music. It, that lower register that he had, it was fucking very, very soothing, and it fucking, it felt, felt right at the time, I guess, according to what I was going through, you know? That Audio Secrecy album was my, me and my brother's favorite fucking album from that band, you know? So, and then, you know, fucking, he really started becoming, like, super opinionative at that, uh, you know, around that time. And, you know, he, he started with the, uh, with the, um, uh, he, just, he was just everywhere talking about all kinds of shit. Like, we don't want to fucking hear him talk about, you know, just fucking well, come on, man. Just sing the tunes and let's talk about the music, man, you know. And it was kind of like, fuck, man. Like, it was a slap to the face, you know, when he fucking said, you know, just appreciate what the fuck we give you. And it's like, damn, you're just mad because you try to fucking merge Slipknot and Stone Sour and we called you on it. You know what I mean? That's what the fuck it is, man. I mean... What else can you say? Fucking... He needs to appreciate the fact that we made him... What he is today. You know what I mean? If... No Slipknot fans were buying Stone Sour albums... And Stone Sour fans... Probably weren't buying Slipknot albums. I'm sure of it. Because it's two different styles, unless you're like me and you like both of them. I mean, I guess that's possible. Maybe I misspoke. But either way, like, fucking, you know, at the end of the day, bro, we, we fucking had... We had his back, man. It's just unfortunate because it seems, you know, Corey has taken the diva route. And it's like, man, how could you, bro? I defended you for a long time. You were like my fucking favorite singer for a very long time. I mean, you still kind of are. You still are. 
in some ways like you know with certain aspects of, of music like I, you're my fucking go-to so trust me when you put out a good album we appreciate it I'm not saying the Slipknot album wasn't a good album I, I didn't really listen to it I listened to a couple songs and it sounded like Stone Sour which is why I said what I said that uh, it sounded like I was trying to merge the two but there was no I, I, I dug a little bit of it you know what I mean but for the, I'm sure for like the the fucking brutal fucking Slipknot fans like that like the Disaster Piece stuff like that shit's like what the fuck man you know But, hey, that is what it is, man. That's the route he wants to take. That's the route he wants to take, you know? I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, he's just too famous. I do understand. He's just too fucking famous. He's 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 made so much money. He's, he's fucking... He's been in positions now for years where he could just... Where he calls the shots. He could do everything he fucking wants, and, you know, it probably got to a point now where he's like, I could put out anything, and I, and it's going to take. Like, you know how comedians, they'll fucking, they'll go on stage, like the big ones. They'll go on stage, they fucking really could say fucking any joke, and people are like, going to laugh. They're going to fucking laugh no matter what. You know, they want to see them, they fucking paid all the money, they're going to fucking laugh. So, maybe it got to that point where he thought he could just put out something, you know, mediocre and not really try and I and I know fucking one of the guitar players I don't know who were specifics but I know one of the guitar players was like yeah this was kind of like the worst recorded album like or this was like the least fun album to record because it wasn't like a personable experience they were just kind of they just fucking went in there and meshed a bunch of ideas together and put it out is from from what I understand that's what was said um but look man fucking you, you know you can't say that shit regardless about your fans you can't fucking call them out and, and be an asshole anyway fucking I also want to talk about Skid Row today Skid Row was one of my fucking favorite bands for a very long time um huge Sebastian Bach fan you know Sebastian Bach was kind of one of the first fucking singers where I was like, wow, man, you can sing that fucking high, like, and sound like that, you know what I mean? He had it, man. He had it back in the day. He had that shit on motherfucking lock, dude. You know? Uh, he, you know, Sebastian Bach was, was one of those people that, or one of those singers that, uh, they, he had a fucking great uh, vibrato, you know? that shake in his voice it was it was unique it wasn't like no one had it like that you know what I mean especially when you hit the higher register like the super high register and hit that vibrato like that shit was fucking crazy dude you know what I mean like that that was what, what was like whoa man and he just had a cool fucking like vibe to like his voice like like even when he did that little wing like I know he really fucking gated up in the video right he's doing all the breath on the fucking mic and the fucking he's, he's like he's doing the fucking Robert Plant you know what I mean but man he you can't fucking sit there and tell me he don't fucking kill Little Wing man you know he fucking he did that shit justice he did that shit justice and and, and the thing is 
the thing is, is some for some reason I don't know if he just didn't take care of his voice, if he didn't really warm up or what the fuck. He just went up there and sang. He was probably all coked out. Just went up there and did his thing, but. You know, just gradually, man, that voice started to trickle. It started to just fucking, you know, weave, bob to the side and side, you know? That shit was, like, not having it no more, bro. Um, I remember, although it's one of my favorite performances uh, by them, it was, like, it's the fucking Monkey Business Live video on YouTube where fucking they, uh, they're, like, Japan or some shit. And fucking, uh, and, and they kill it, but I could tell, like, fucking his voice was a lot different, it was a lot, but it was kind of almost for the better, you know, because it sounded aged, right, so there was, there was more, uh, there was more weight to it, I guess, like, it, like, alive when he would do the other ones, it was kind of thin, or maybe that has to do with the production, <laughs> but, no, you know, he, in that, it, like, his voice sounds great, but you could tell it was different and it was changing and it wasn't what it used to be, you know, especially in the screams, like, there was something different, I, that's all I could say, and, uh, me being a huge, huge, huge Sebastian Bach fan, those are things that I noticed, you know, I, I knew all the little nuances to Sebastian Bach, like, I fucking, I noticed, you know, and, I, I didn't I didn't research it at the time um, because I wasn't really into like the like the uh, I guess the inner workings of the band like the the interactions between the the players or the members of the band and the and the fans or like the interactions between each other like I wasn't really too into that part uh, more than you know what I was like with the with the sound of the music and like again like the little nuances in the guitar the little nuances in his voice you know the bass lines and all that shit um so when when I saw that video you know he said something to to Rachel and I didn't quite understand at the time and again I really never paid attention but then when I started figuring out that they had a lot of fucking issues if you fucking go back to that video he he says something about Rachel where he's like uh, and this is Rachel Bolin being lead pissed off, you know, and it's like what? Like fuck man like that they even he even aired it out on stage And that's probably why the fuck they didn't want him in the band anymore Because he was just being a fucking nuisance, you know I love Sebastian Bach man, but he's a fucking nuisance He's a goddamn nuisance. You know what I mean? he And he's probably a nightmare to be around I, I could see it man like he, he's too Again, I don't, I don't know if he's coked out or something, but he's he's too fucking energetic. It's too much energy. You know what I mean? And he needs to put it fucking somewhere else. Um, I saw this video of Sebastian Bach uh, playing with some, some band. I, I think they're called like the Tiny Dwarfs or something. And he fucking, he, you know, it was like a duet. So he would do his fucking part and the dude let him do his part. You know what I mean? And then, it, and then he did the hook. And then it was going to be the next dude's part. And when it comes to the next dude's part, the dude got one line out. And then Sebastian just came in and started like kind of like hijacking the thing. And you can see the guy kind of glance at him like, what the fuck are you doing? But, but, he, but you know, he's a classy motherfucker and he just kept on. You know, he just fucking did his thing when he was supposed to. And he let Sebastian do his when he was supposed to. And uh, you could just tell like fucking Sebastian is just a fucking 
me, 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 you know? And, and, uh, he said it before, you know what I mean? And, uh, all he gives a fuck is about him. It's all about me, dude. And I don't want to hear about nothing else. It's all about me. And kiss. You know, and obviously his favorite rock stars and shit. But, that, be, that all being said, you know, they, they fucking fire him, they get Solinger, they get fucking the, Tony Harnell, and then they get fucking ZP Tharp, or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. And, and, you know, they all, it was all cool, like, it was all music, you know what I mean? Oh, Skid Row's got another singer, you know what I mean? It's a fucking another singer backed up by Skid Row, is really what it felt like, you know what I mean? Um, Solinger was kind of like the exception, because it was like, alright, well, if this is the direction they're taking, then cool. But then it just started changing every album, you know what I mean? And then, uh, then they get this fucking Eric Gronwall guy, you know, and they announce, oh, a new singer, fucking, then they put out that first one, uh, and then they put out the fucking Time Bomb one, which was dope. That's the first one I heard, and it was dope. Don't get me wrong, guys, it was dope. But... I can't find, I can't fucking stand, I cannot fucking stand the fucking, the, the chanting, the fucking cheerleader, the tick, tick, top, tick, top, fucking, I can't fucking stand it, you know what I mean, it's corny to me, and by, like, I fucking can't stand it, even with Metallica, you know, they did a tick, tick, talk, frantic, fucking hell yeah, did, uh, S-T-A-R-T-A-R-I-A-O-T Whatever the fuck Like, go get it Dude, fucking Do not fuck Get the fuck out of here You know what I'm saying? Like, no fucking way, man And, uh It's just not metal You know? But Look That kid is fucking great That guy is fucking genius He's got the fucking He's got it He's got it You know? When I listened to the album It felt like I was listening to Skid Row again you know, the whole fucking album, like, it, lit, it felt like I was listening to Skid Row. You know when you get one of those singles, and it's like, whoa, yes, this is it, this is it. And then the album comes out, and it's not, it's not even that. No, that was the opposite. Every song was a fucking banger, you know what I mean? Um, I will say this, though. Uh, the ballad wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But it was like a modern-day ballad. It wasn't like a fucking... It wasn't like, and it's probably wrong for me to expect this, but it wasn't a fucking 80s ballad. That's what the fuck you mean, you know? Um, but yeah, like I said, fucking, it felt like I, it felt like I was listening to Skid Row again, you know? And it was cool, man. It was cool because, and, and, uh, you know, Scribble mentioned this to me and it really made sense and it does show on other songs on the album. Uh, that kid kind of has like a like a nice Dio fucking thing to him too. He's not only doing the Sebastian Bach, or he's probably not doing Sebastian Bach at all, but he probably is. He, you know, you, you can tell he's a fan. I mean, he obviously auditioned 18 in Life in that uh, uh, Australian show, where the hell he's from, um, and he and he did great, dude. He killed it. Like that's the first time he fucking like got all of our attention. Was like, oh, Skid Row should get this fucking guy. You know what I mean? And obviously they eventually did. So congratulations to that guy, man. I'm not going to lie. I shat on him at first. I was like, nah. He can't fill fucking Sebastian's shoes. Everyone's going to think. Because I, like I said, I thought it was going to be that initial pop. You know? And then they were going to fucking... The, the rest of the album was going to be something different. But it wasn't. It was like the it was like the fucking second coming of Slave to the Grind. You know? It really was. 
And it was kind of cool that uh, he, I guess, he had fucking put out something where, or you know, people asked him about, you know, Sebastian Bach fans still wanting a reunion. He's like, I get it, man. Like, that's, you know, that's what the fucking fans have been wanting for years. So I respect that. He knows, he knows fucking the situation. But he's still fucking, he's still going to kick ass, you know. Um, favorite song on the album probably because it's the... I don't know. I just fucking I resonated with it the most. It's probably because you know that's what got my my biggest reaction at first. Uh, was uh, retaliation? What is it called? Resurrected. Resurrected. Sorry about that. I had to look it up. Resurrected was really good. That was like the best fucking song on the album. But uh, yeah, you know. That being said, fuck Corey Taylor for what he said. Is that some fucked up shit? never gonna hear this but if he does fuck you dude um Sebastian Bach sorry man you're never gonna get that fucking reunion not at this point they already got fucking Sebastian Bach Jr and Jr is kicking your motherfucking ass you'll probably hear this um sorry dude it is what it is um Skid Row congratulations you you got you know and Eric Ronwell you guys are fucking made for each other you guys found your motherfucking front man. I hope you guys keep him for a while. Because I think it'll go very well. It's basically you guys got Sebastian Bach back without all the bullshit. You know? And hopefully this guy doesn't turn out to be a diva. That's all I got for you guys. I hope you guys have a good one. Fuck you too.